Hello, beautiful people and fellow whiners. And oh. welcome <laughs> to another episode of A Little Something, the number two, because it's two of us. Wine about with your hostesses, with the mostesses, leases, and everything. Jamal Camille. And Ty Michelle. And it is third Wednesday, which means it is wine with the guys. And we brought back the original guys that can't really go nowhere in January when bringing in people. So that's what we got. Okay. So the guys are here on the couch, wine with the guys. And we will be talking today about dealing with temptation. The temptation, temptation, temptation in relationships. So grab a glass of your favorite red, white, rosé, Pinot de Agua, sparkling cider, whatever may be your fancy, and join us on the couch. Hey, y'all. I'm gonna get a little theme song for that point. Join us on the couch. Couch, couch. I don't know yet, but. I feel like we should have like a theme song through like your intro into like, like a, like a nice one in the background that get people like hype. Like as hype as we need. Yeah. I Definitely mean, the YouTube people. Cause if you are actually listening to this on your podcast platform, you already heard the intro. It's 20 seconds in the beginning. But if you are on YouTube, <laughs> you heard a little wine playing and then that's it. So. We might need to get y'all some mercy. There he is, some mercy. So you could be prepared. Be prepared. Um, for <laughs> <laughs> the festivities of the wineization that we're gonna do for this here next hour. Hey y'all, hope y'all have a productive week. Yes, I sound like a man right now because my sinuses are deciding to do whatever they want to do. So this is where I am. Um, hope you have a productive week. As y'all can see, we done added a little bit of color to the appearance. Yes, we have. It may be different next week, so yeah. Asper, we don't have time. What's up? Our friendly ghost be, you know. Y'all seen it before. If y'all been here, fellow winners, you know when the lights flicker, when he be playing with the lamp. So now we don't, we don't do those lamps no more. We got different lamps. So now he's playing with other stuff. Like, come on, Casper. Like, get with us. Um, but anyway, uh, y'all, we're ready to jump right into this popping grapes experience. If you're new here, this is the segment of the show where we tell you about the wines that we are tasting of while we wine for this next hour. And it's called popping grapes because y'all know what else we popping. But we don't have those, so this is why it's grapes. <laughs> and <laughs> so it's brand new to us. When we have a new wine, we pop a grape. How? Like that. So, Sissy, let us know before we get into this topic, because I need to hear what these men has to say about this. What is your, uh, what wine are you sipping on for your pop and grapes experience today? So as y'all know, January, we're doing our favorite wine types, yep. new brands. So this is a Pinot Grigio, which comes in third place for me. But I'm in the same place for both of us. Yeah, yeah it's, it's third. It's comfy. Um, by Perfectus, out of Venice, Italy, it is a 2021. And um, there's a little bit on the back, but you know, we'll get to that at the end, y'all, because we want to get into what these fellas got set. So me and the boyfriend, I guess I should tell y'all who the guy is with me today. It is the boyfriend. He's still here. And we're going to be sipping this. We're going to be sipping this. You know, Grigio by per, Perfected. Oh, now he's still here, though. But all right. And myself and the husband will be having a Chardonnay by Itter. Now, if that's not how you say this, my bad. But it's spelled I-T-E-R. In English? The I is silent. It's ear. <laughs> if the I is silent, it's turf. <laughs> the hell? Could be. <laughs> the I and the E and the R But we're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, well, if you do French, it could be Ite. Because the ER just. That sounds fancy. 
classier. This is a California wind up. But <laughs> sure. All of those. So iter, it's er, I-C-E-R. It's a let us know. Sorry if we mispronounced it. But it is uh something Chardonnay. A 2021 Chardonnay. Yeah, from California. It got something on the back, but not much about the wine. So, you know, typical. Typical time, Michelle, wine. So let's pull it up, pull it up. What y'all fall out? So, fellas, we're going to get into this. How? Let me just ask the general question and just see where it goes. How do y'all deal with, how do you deal with temptation? In your in your relationship or relationships of the past, how have you dealt with temptation? Don't be a butthole. <laughs> I see it <laughs> on his face. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh my goodness! The wine. Oh, oh boy. Here we go. I need something a little stronger. I need something stronger than this. This is what we got, y'all. This is a wine podcast. Y'all knew the grill when y'all sat on the couch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> okay, so let's go. Let's talk about it. Like, hey, somebody give a definition of temptation. Oh, come on, Digital. Okay, temptation. And we had this we had this conversation the other day, but I will bring it back up. Okay, well, why she doing it? So the definition of temptation, temptation, <clears throat> the desire to do something, especially something wrong or unwise. Hmm. And for for the word tempt, because the other thing, see, this is what I don't like about dictionaries now. Like that's the noun. They're going to say a thing or course of action that attracts or tempts someone. But you can't use the word in the definition was what I was always taught. So the definition of tempt then is to entice or attempt attempt to entice someone to do or acquire something that they find attractive, but know to be wrong or not beneficial. Okay. I don't know what happened because I was reading, but that's... no. He likes to try to watch the game while we're recording. Oh. It's, it's on mute. Would you know? Has she not said yes. anything? I mean, I was reading. I was looking down. I don't know. But, but yes. as you know, if she wouldn't say Absolutely. No. Absolutely. Okay, no. so this temptation here. <laughs> um, how do you deal with temptation? How do you deal with somebody is tempting you? Your relationship, how you deal with that, fellas? How do you deal? Go. <laughs> okay, Marshall, <laughs> the boyfriend. You put it on me. It's, it's like somebody gotta say something. Y'all, y'all need to be tempted to talk, but y'all need to be tempted to talk. Okay. No, we don't. We don't. Okay, so look, 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 look. I got it. I got it. I got it. So it depends on the relationship. All right. Um, I've had some bad relationships in the past where fuck it was it. But then we we had a little little tiff about what temptation meant. My thing is, I wasn't looking at temptation if I went out with the intent to just do wrong anyway. Like I felt like I was in, you know. I was, I didn't fall to temptation. I was looking, you know what I mean? Like I was looking for something to do. I was looking for uh, an out. I was looking for a situation. So I wasn't looking at it as temptation. Cause I'm like, temptation to me is when somebody offers you something, you know, you shouldn't be doing it. And you're like, ah, you know, you, you have to make a choice, do it or not. But if you've already made that choice when you left out, is that still temptation that you're going to? Or is that a choice? Is that, you know? I feel like that's intentionality. I don't feel right, like Right, right. That's what I was. That's what I said. I said intention and temptation are two different things. Oh, yeah. If they you're are not, they are not mutually exclusive. You can have right. one without the other. Right, absolutely. You can have both or neither. Or neither. Um, I absolutely. Uh, 
the intention to do wrong is just that like you you're, you've already set forth that's your goal you've already made that decision temptation is something that they say quote unquote comes along however it's you're more susceptible to temptation if you are as they say putting out the vibes of availability if that if that makes sense i hope i'm making sense um how you that's why we always talk about presenting yourself how you present yourself like what what was your motivations like what was your intent like for real like you might you you can be intentional about being free or putting off a vibe that oh yeah come tempt me like come try me come test me you know um because temptation but temptation in itself is literally something that it comes to you and you have like you said you have to make a choice like what are you doing do you are you gonna eat the cake now you on this diet but that's and that's exactly what i said because here's the thing about temptation that's i had to give him that analogy i said well that's because that's what temptation temptation or being tempted and something that's temptful by definition is something that attracts you right but you know it's wrong Right. It's, or it's not going to be beneficial. And that could be if you're on a diet and somebody puts cake in front of you. That could be if you're, even if you're a man out looking to do wrong, let's be real. If you don't run across a woman, I'm assuming you're a straight man, okay? If you don't run across any woman or any woman that is attractive to you, aka tempting you, you might still have that intention and just be like, yo, there was nothing out there. Like, all the chicks I was running into, none of them were even worth the time right right so you made a you you made a fail attempt <laughs> right you <laughs> right. yeah um but how do you but so uh so the question is right how do you deal with it like honestly like how do you deal with it because there are married people there are single people there are people who are in just in relationships who may be dealing with literally literal temptation every day. They're not going out here looking for it. They're not, and they just may be an attractive person. I'm not saying that they drop that gorgeous and somebody got, you know, tempting them all the time. But it comes up more often than not. Shoe fits. <laughs> so how do you deal with the temptation? I, I'm just saying, because when I did security, that's when I found out who 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 y'all women really are. Because I would literally walk into stores, restaurants, fast food places, and it was one, if not multiple women, literally, oh my God, you are so handsome. I, I see the ring on your finger. I see you married, but you know. Could I maybe, you know, get your number or blah, blah, blah? Could I do, like, I've heard some of the, like, just outright forward, <laughs> and I'm not going to get into details what some have said, <laughs> but, like, I was like, oh, I thought that was some stuff that most, most of the time we do. Like, I've heard women do it, you know, here and there, but, like, on almost a daily basis, it was like, oh, I guess... I guess women really do like a man in uniform. And I would come home and I would literally tell her about it. And me being open and honest, I would get the, yeah, I don't get that. Okay, well, we're not talking about you. We're talking about me. I'm telling you what my experience, how my day went. <laughs> to the point where now I can't even tell you about something that might not even be temptation because there were some attractive women that that tried to hit on me, there were others that weren't attracted. So, you know, it's just one of them, nah, I'm good. But also status-wise has changed because when I was just dating women, it was a little different, especially if I'm dating you, but I don't really see you as a wife. It's to me, in my mindset, it's fair game. Something comes along and they're like, hey, why are you doing it? I may entertain it. I may not. It's going to depend on my mood that day. 
is so this dealing with them in a relationship or is this just in general right. marriage? I just said if I didn't view you as a wife. So clearly that would have been before marriage. Well, I know that, but I'm speaking. Was this before marriage while you were in a relationship or is this a before marriage? Relationship, situationship, whatever. That's you want what to call I'm it. asking. If I didn't view you as I could see myself with you, then yes. Okay. So temptation, so so just so I'm I'm understanding. So whether because again, we we've acknowledged that temptation is out there. I think that that like goes without saying for male and female, it's it's everywhere. So I guess the question is, okay, so how you deal with it depends on we're talking relationships. If you're single, do you? But if you're in a relationship, so how you deal with temptation depends on the stability of the relationship you're in. A lot of times, a lot of times, yes, because the way the way in which we work is a lot of times the same way y'all do. We might be still in a relationship and checked out. Point blank period. Where it may be something else that's, that's keeping us there, and it's not necessarily that person. There are other forces. It, it, it may be a thing where both of our names are on this, on this rent, on this mortgage, you know, whatever the case may be. We got kids. It's something keeping us there, and it's not that person. So when you get those situations, yes. And sometimes even within that, it could be, uh, it's still, we still living together, but we're not together. So you can go do certain things and that other person may feel like, oh, you all doing this, but we not together. Like, and because I've been there where I'm completely honest, hey, I'm going here, I'll see y'all tomorrow. Boom, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not coming home tonight. It's, it's no reason for me to sit and lie about it. We're not, we're not there. We're, we're not together. We, we might live in the same house, but we are not together. We got separate bedrooms. If we choose to share a bed one night and not the next, that's an adult decision. Be an adult about it. Okay. So now bringing it back to the actual person tempting you. You're in, we're saying this is the scenario. You are in a relationship. Not a what if you're not. You are in a relationship. How do you deal with temptation? How is the relationship? And I say that because of this. Let me put it like this. If we're back and forth, that's something different. You know what I mean? Like we got good days, we got bad days. That's a normal relationship. You're going to have good days and have bad days. So the shield is up. Let's put it like that. Oh, no, I'm good. Oh, yeah, you would do that? You would do that? No, I'm good. You know what I mean? Like it's it's easy because you're in a committed relationship, but there gets to a point where you know the like you know there's nothing, there's no relationship, there's no friendship. We're only here because we can't do this by ourselves. But then you know? to me, you're not in a relationship like that. What? But that was gonna be my thing. Then you're not in a relationship. Y'all are cohabitating. Y'all are roommates. Right. Or or when my previous relationship. I checked out in 2015, period. I checked out in 2015. It was going bad, but 2015, I was done. But I had kids, like we were saying. So the relationship was there more so just because of the kids. But it, I didn't stay there for that person. I had already started. I had to set up a plan to leave. So at that point, I'd already checked out. The relationship was done and I could care less who was doing what with who, where, when, and why. And if the perfect opportunity had popped up for me, yes. I would have fell for temptation or whatever. But if I'm in a relationship, if I'm in a committed relationship and we, I mean, we might have some good days, some bad days or whatever, but we're talking it out, we're working it out with whatever, or we're in a great relationship. My wall is up because I'm in a relationship. Because right. I'm, but what does your wall up look like? Like what? That's what we're look like. Anything. It's just. It's more of the. You know. Um, you see beautiful people anywhere. You see attractive people anywhere. Some people come to you. You talk to some people. Doesn't mean you're going out your way to do it. But if somebody put something on the table for you, like, hey, you know, we should catch up outside of work sometime. Is this on a professional level? Is this on a friend level? You looking for something else? 
You get what I'm saying? Oh, you looking for something else? Nah, I ain't there with you. And, and that point blank period, that's how it is. I don't even entertain it. You know, um, case in point, and when my wall's up, I guess half the time I don't even pay attention to temptation. I don't even know that it exists. This one lady that's on the job, I, I guess, went out of her way to come find me, to ask me. I saw her on a dating site. You know, and I didn't really pay any mind because I was working. I was on the phone with Siobhan and I was like, you know, yeah, yeah, I did. Oh, I didn't see you on it. When was this? Oh, I was like, it was doing COVID. Oh, oh, because, you know, we want dating sites no COVID. And I was like, yeah. Oh, um, ah, the order for, for Lab E, do you have that? And she, you know, her whole demeanor changed. She walked out. I didn't pay any attention to it. The guys in there was like, dang, that's y'all. You just cold. I'm, I'm cold. Why? She came from the other side of the building to ask you if you saw her on a dating site. She didn't come back here for no damn order for Lab E. And I'm like. <laughs> oh, that's my wall. I don't care. You get what I'm saying? Like, I don't care. No, it's, 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 and as bad as this may sound, it really is on the fuck your feelings type. You know, I'm not worried about you or your feelings. Sorry. So, so you deal with temptation when you're, so when you're not in a healthy, happy, healthy relationship, y'all, if you've already checked out to me and you're just there titularly, like y'all just have the title. I guess my thing would just be like, leave the title and just be single and be cohabitating, co-parenting, whatever y'all going to do. But if y'all decide to keep the title, so temptation, you just running, you, y'all sound like y'all just running into it. Y'all don't really care. But if you're in a healthy relationship that you personally, you just, you don't, you don't have temptation because you don't, I won't say you don't have it. You don't see it. Let's put it like this. You, you, you know how uh, the old saying, you know, grass always look green on the other side. Right. At some point, every grass is going to be brown. It just is. My thing is, you know, a relationship is done with somebody that stripped up the damn grass. It ain't no grass there anymore. So you, you get what I'm saying? But at some I, point, the grass is going to be. But, but this then becomes my question. So just because your relationship or you may have checked out, you just say, fuck it. Because at that point now, what's your character? At that point, your character, in my opinion, becomes under subjection. I understand checking out of relationship. Trust me, I understand checking out of relationship mentally, but I'm still in the relationship. Like if you give them like, I'm in the relationship. So if temptation is coming at me, if, if temptation is coming at me and I'm taking it at that point, I'm a, I'm a shitty person. Because if that's what you really have felt, if that's how I really have felt, gone about your, gone about my, yeah, let, let me, let me, that's, that's my, that's so my, at what point, so that, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I understand like it's the whole cool thing or it's the mad thing I want to, I'll say because this is one with the guys or whatever the case may be. Oh yeah, fuck it. I don't care. I'm gonna do what I want. No, but let's be real. Like, let's cut the facade about that. Like, because everybody deals with temptation, whether you're in a healthy relationship or poor one. When temptation comes to you, you now have a choice. And that choice actually, to me, really defines your character. So just because you've checked out uh, mentally, if you've really checked out then che- and you haven't checked out, like, I guess that's but, you, you, but you like, oh, but I'm open to any BS. Why continue to add that damage? I'll explain my end. So on my end, it was just, uh, and trust and believe in previous relationships, when I checked out, I checked out the relationship too, and I was gone. So there was no lingering around. This last situation was, was a little sensitive because I couldn't check out of the relationship because then that would cause to trek out of the house and check away from the kids. And I didn't have that plan right. And y'all already know who the person was. So it's not done well now. So it would have exploded then. So it was a touchy situation. And I didn't necessarily go out looking in 2015, but because the other person had already fallen to temptation on several occasions, the relationship was done. And my thing was trying to develop a plan to make sure my boys were good. And it, it, it turned out 
Decent. Decent. It could have been worse. It could have been better. But again, if I had checked out and left the relationship, then it would have dogpiled on me. Because uh, again, sometimes y'all know how it is. It's easier for a woman to get child support on a man than it is for, well, I ain't going to say fully, but in the state of Maryland, it's been a questionable situation where it's easier for a woman to go in there and say that a man has hit her and get him arrested, that uh, that that this man abandoned her and get abandonment funds for her and the child and still live in a house that may have his name on it. And I've seen it on several occasions. I didn't want to take the chance, but the relationship itself was done. I'll say and, this. you don't have to keep that's not a personal attack. <laughs> you feel sensitive, you're gonna go away. I'ma just I'm a, for this, I will say this. I 100 percent agree with everything that my sister said because to me, and I've said this last year and I say it forever. If you're gonna check out, check out. Don't be half in, half out. And I under I understand why. Mm-hmm. And I more understand because I know who she was. Right. And to that point, I will put this caveat because I know this is one of the guys we get on the guys and we, we whatever, but by the same token, ladies, if you check out of a relationship, check out period. That's for anybody because part of the issue with him, his checkout was reactionary because she had, she had been checked out. She had checked out, but didn't leave the relationship because then she would have to pay her own bills. Then she would have to be on her own. Because of stability. Like then I, she, right, it was stability. You would then have to be an adult. And she took, right now, is not an adult. You live in with your parents and you're fully capable of having your own bills, your own place. But it's easier for you to mooch off your parents and then travel in and out of the state every other month and take cruises two, three times a year because you don't have real financial responsibilities. So she was never, like, girls, women do that too. My thing is, I, for anybody, feel like you just need to check out because, yes, it becomes a thing on your character. Now, reactionary sticking, which is what you did, still isn't necessarily better, though, understandable in certain situations. Right. But my thing is, with when it comes to temptation, if you have someone coming at you I guess that's my thing. If you have somebody coming at you and you know that there's temptation out here, you know that there's something that's going to attract you that's pretty and shiny and all of this other stuff. Why not just outside of, and I get like the extreme situations like yours, but the general average everyday dude, that's not necessary. That's not really the situation. Why not just check out? Why not really check out? Um, I, I want to hear somebody else. A lot of time, it depends on the situation. And and the problem is a lot of times when temptation becomes a reality, there's a need not being met where it within whatever that person's current relationship, bad or worse. And it doesn't necessarily have to be sexual to begin with. It can be something else that that person fulfills that their person wasn't upon even conversations where now that need is being met by somebody else and it can later down the line turn into section. You know what I'm saying? So they might be meeting this need for months where y'all ain't said no, no, no type of photos, no nasty texts, no sexual conversations at all. It could just simply be you were, you've been having nice, pleasant conversation where I'm talking to you, you're listening, you're giving me feedback based upon what I'm saying, where at home, I may not be getting that. Okay, so... And, if- and I could have had this conversation at home because a lot, of, a lot of guys will, before long before we go to step out the door, we'll have this conversation. When that conversation becomes repetitive and we feel like there's nothing changing within what, what we're asking anybody to meet for our needs, that's when here comes temptation. And you can try to resist it at first, but the more, the more resentment you get in a way for that person, because it's like, I want you to do this. You don't want to do this. I want you to do this. I need this. Look, can we try this? And, and it's just like, nah, we good, nah, we good, nah, we good. Eventually, 
it's one of them, well, damn, I feel like I didn't try everything that I could think of, but I don't necessarily want to leave this person. You know what I'm saying? I, I do, I do love them. I do want to be with them, but they're taking my needs for granted. So then here comes just basic conversation. And a lot of times it it becomes a it happens with a familiar because it's somebody that we see frequently. So you have everyday conversations. And then they may they may notice your temperament's a little off. And they could have been looking at you and, and been plotting, but it's one of the things at that time you're not thinking about that. Because you're thinking about, well, I need to get this off my chest. Let me vent to you. And now that becomes the person that you vent to because a lot of times it's easier for us to vent to people that we may not have that, that actual strong relationship with because it's easy for me to unload some shit off my chest and I know I'm not going to see you for, the, for a couple of days. You know, we don't, we don't talk every day versus somebody that I see on a daily basis. And it's not like, going to be personal yeah. to that person either because you're not yeah. talking about them. Yeah. So with that, what we're saying is we understand how all of it, how temptation can happen, how things can go astray. But what we're saying is how do you deal with it so that it doesn't? That's the ultimate question. How do you deal with temptation so that it doesn't? What are some things that you do that when you know, and let's be real, at some point, everybody knows when somebody is tempting them at some point. I'm not going to say all the time because this here girl here has definitely been like, wait, oh, that was flirting? Oh, hell, I ain't know that. And he has pointed it out. And I'm looking like, no. But that's not what, like, just nope. It's not because it's not where my brain was. It's not what I was thinking. So I'm not saying that you can be tempted and not recognize it. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is when you know you are being tempted. Right. When you know, yes, me, this, then you are being tempted and you are being, you recognize, oh yeah, I'm being tempted in the area that like this one over here struggle with, but I know I can talk to this one. How do you, what do you do to resist that temptation or to turn it? Or to, you know, get rid of, what is it that you do? Yeah, whether that temptation is explicit, like somebody coming up to you and pulling their boobs out, <laughs> or <laughs> extreme, or very slight, or I mean, if somebody who... Here's my thing. Is, is a boob flash really temptation? Should, that person is... I mean, it can be. I think about that, a session. It, it, like, think about the most I mean, if, but for me, if you all you're doing is showing me your titties, I'm I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm, I'm gonna look, and then I'm gonna keep it moving. Like, well, the only reason, but here's why I say that, and it was a conversation that I had with him mm-hmm. because even if, to her point of whether you recognize or not, because part of the other part of sensation, the bit a big part of it to her point is about recognizing it, and I think to the definition of to tempt is. To and to uh, to try to entice someone to do something, aka in this in this situation, cheat in their relationship, which is the morally wrong part, and then by doing something that attracts them. And since women, we are all told that men are visual and you know with lady parts and all of that. While that may not tempt you, that doesn't mean that's not what she's trying to do. That's that, but that's to Michelle's point is recognizing. And whether you, you, because again, we all don't see it sometimes, but I'm saying my point with the extreme was that's someone who you know is, is trying to tempt you. Whether it works or not is a whole nother thing. But if some chick just runs up to you, I mean, unless you're one of them girls going wild, you know, spring break, flashing everybody, that's a different situation. But if this is a chick that has thought you out, or like you said, when you were doing security, that I would hope not in a restaurant, but maybe she sees you and she's just like, hey, whatever, bends over, is extra about it, extra sexual in their presentation, I will say, versus someone who comes at you like, oh, you're what? And I'm saying this because the first thing that comes to mind, I don't cook, Michelle doesn't cook, so I, I, I acknowledge it. Oh, you're, oh, she doesn't cook for you? I made these cookies. Do you want these cookies? <laughs> I don't know. And I guess because, like, I love, um, 
How I Met Your Mother. And all I can think about is Ted when he went to this chick's house that he had on the on the string, on the leash, with, on the loop, whatever they called it. And she was like, I made you cookies, Ted. Do you want these cookies, Ted? Do you, do you not, you don't like cookies, Ted? And I'm like, yo. So, like, <laughs> sometimes the cookie offering is a little more subtle <laughs> just right. pulling it out. But when you recognize it, so the first step is recognizing it. And then when you do recognize it, what do you do? What do you do? Let's say you're in a, he- in a healthy relationship. I'm not going to talk about the stuff where, you know, y'all, y'all are basically, both of y'all or one of y'all is just there just to be there. I'm talking about when you're actually in a relationship, even if you're in a bad place and in an otherwise good relationship, because all relationships have up and downs. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with that? I mean, I put it like this. I've been to the bar without her and had conversations with females for for most of the night and walked away, no number exchange, none of that. So it's one of them, you can recognize it, you can see it, but you don't you don't always have to take it. You know what I'm saying? I, I can sit down and have a conversation with somebody. And it can even seem flirtatious. And in my mind, I'm not thinking about doing anything with you. And it may not be because I'm not interested in you, because I could be. But it's just one of them, that's not what I want to do. So you can see the temptation and be like, no, nah, it's not worth it. And and you can you can be right there, you know, side by side. And end of the night, all right, you have a good one, man. I hope you enjoy it. And, and go on about your life. About your business, yeah. Like, so it's, it can be done. It's what, what I'm speaking on is a little bit more extreme cases within a relationship where like, literally it's like, you've talked to you blue in the damn face. <laughs> like some of you women have done with, I keep telling you, you ain't, you, you, you haven't done this. You ain't done this. You ain't done that. And then eventually you're like, you know what? I can't take this no more. You walk away. Right. Most most of you just walk away. Unfortunately, for some of us guys, depending on the person, it can be volatile as shit to try to walk away. And, and, and I mean that with the utmost where you try to do you know what this is not working out for me. I think I think we should, you know, get space, see other people maybe. That shit can get physical. Now, now I need to be in the altercation because I don't want to be with you. With all that understanding, what we're asking, right? I, you said that you can, which you can sit and talk to somebody and walk away. Right, that's well, not that's where you are. How? That's, that's is it about what in your mind flips and says, "I don't want to do this." It's a no. Is it just a character? I'm not there. Is it? Well, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, it's it's. Every day you weigh your options. Walking out the door, you weigh your options. How long do I let my car warm up before I pull off? You weigh your options. And that's that's literally what it is. Do I want to do this? And your your mind will tell you, nah. Your conscience will tell you, nah, don't do it. Walk away from this one. Leave this one alone. Like your conscience will tell you. And then so sometimes we listen, sometimes we don't. It's just that you got the good angel and the bad angel. And it's it's always talking to you. Nah, don't do that. Hey man, do that shit. Nah, don't do that. Oh, you can do that shit. You can get away with that shit. Yeah, but you know, you shouldn't do that. It's which side do I side with today? And that's that's what it is. Like shit, you can make a decision to be a great boyfriend, great husband every day. Even, Even when your girlfriend or wife can be complete shit to you for weeks. You can still, you know what? Nah, this I'm committed to this and I can do this. And some people are strong enough to do it. And and for the longevity, where literally you got guys that be like, man, I ain't slept with my wife for six months. Well, you get some on the side, nah, man, that's that's my wife. I mean, you know, that's that's who I want it from. And some dudes will tell you, other dudes will tell you. Uh, yeah, I didn't sign up for that one right there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Where it's uh, it's understandable when you have certain, like, real health issues, you know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe, a, you know, surgery or something like that. But 
when it becomes just a, oh, I don't feel like it, and you have conversations like, hey, well, is it something we can do where why maybe we can figure out why you're not really in the mood this month? You know what I'm saying? And that's why I say it becomes where you, you get ignored a lot. No dude wants to be in a relationship with, with a female that's sexist, period. Period. Because most of us are so physical, it's just in our nature. It's one of them things where without being able to be physical, it brings on other emotions, generally anger. You're, you'll get your, your quick temper. You know what I'm saying? It's one of them things where the longer you haven't done it, the less shit you tend to take. And if you already don't take a lot of shit, that's even worse. It's even worse. And you can find ways to try to like get your mind off it. But eventually that temptation is going to hit you. And that day you might not be strong enough. That day you might be in a bad place mentally. And sometimes when you're in that bad place mentally, you don't make the best decisions. Period. And that's why I say sometimes it don't even have to go to the extreme where we actually did it. It could be a simple text. Hey, send me a picture. Where, you know, technically for us, the way we think, that's not really cheating. I didn't do anything where. But for y'all, the way the way you all think, yes. Any form of conversation for some women is cheap when it, when it comes to their man. Where, because we know we can go out, have sex with a female, have absolutely no feelings for her, never want to see her again, never even think about her again. It's different for us. That's why we look at things different. Where if we see y'all doing some of the things like a conversation and we know you're not that wham, bam, thank you, man, person. No, nah, that's a big deal because now you're making an emotional connection now because you have conversations. Conversations for us can literally is just conversations. It don't, don't really hold too much weight. We're not feeling you like that. I can talk to you for months and have literally no type of emotion for you because that's not what I'm looking for. Most women don't operate that way. Y'all talk to a guy for months, like seriously talk to a guy, y'all got feelings. That's why most men don't take a woman back when she cheats. <laughs> because you're emotionally invested, where it's one of them, it's harder to be like, nah, she's not going to do that again. You're emotionally invested. It's a good chance you're going to do that again. Mm, I would I don't necessarily agree with that, but I feel like that's a line for another time. Um, what? No, I don't necessarily agree with that for a number of reasons. Why? Yeah, I, I got I got objections to that. One, but yes, do women get can women get emotionally attached through conversation? Yes. But I don't feel like that's just women. That's men too. And I say it's men too because you wouldn't continue conversation if there wasn't some type of emotion. I'm not saying it has to be heavy. But there is emotion, whether it's peace, whether it's happy, whether it's a relief. That's it all. Those are all emotions. It's an emotion. That's not what I'm, okay, that's fine. Playing the long game is fine. But there is an emotion there. So I'm not going to say that men aren't emotional or don't have emotional conversations. Um, So as or make emotional connections through conversations. That is what you said. You said y'all can have a conversation. I I didn't say that we don't have conversations where where we become emotionally connected. That's not what I said. But that's what I'm saying. Because you can, I don't agree with what your statement is. So... The key word you have is most, not all. So... Um, that's one part. Uh, the other part of that is there are some women who can definitely hit it and be like, I'm out and don't care. Like there are some. So I feel like that is a part of a stereotype. And I, 
that is a part of a stereotype that we don't and a narrative that we do need to continue. It has been going on for a while, and I do acknowledge that you did correct that later, but your initial statement was that. So that's what I'm speaking to. And then to the whole conversation versus bits and pieces. I did speak to both sides. No, you you're pointing right now, you're reiterating things that I've already said. Exactly. You can't disagree and agree at the same time. What I'm saying is I disagree with your initial statement, and then you did come back and politically correct it, which was fine. But that initial statement is what I'm saying. I don't completely agree with So, and that's why I said I don't completely agree. I'm not saying that that I'm like cold-hearted, utterly against everything you're saying. No, I'm saying that there are some parts of that that, okay, I can see what you were saying, but I I don't completely agree with that. So there's that. Um, but when we're talking about dealing with temptation, like, like, like I was saying, the, let's say, like, what is it, the movie? What Fatal Attraction, uh, Obsession, Obsession all, of uh, all of those movies. Grant in the beginning, those men were not thinking they were going to cheat. They were going to have sex. It was an ongoing temptation. Um, well, for obsession, that one was just absolutely crazy. But in the beginning, even she had enough sense to be subtle about it. So when, and there are people who do that, both men and women who are extremely subtle about it, where they do have those conversations. And yes, you do have some type of emotional connection. I think when people say emotional connection, well, we have to be clear about that. Emotional connection does not mean, oh, I'm in love with you. Right. Emotional connection means, oh, we vibe together. Oh, we can have fun. Oh, we can have a regular, a regular conversation. Oh, we can chill together. That's it. You, I, oh, we, when we together, we happy, we laugh. Ha ha ha. That's a joyful. You know, when we, oh yeah, I ain't think about her because you're at peace. That all of those are emotional connections. They, you just don't look at them the same way when people say that term. When people say emotional connection, you're thinking, oh, I'm falling in love with you. And the mushy, gushy stuff, that's not just the only emotional connection that's out there. So recognizing that when you are being tempted with those types of things, for me, since, I don't know, this, this question is not being answered. For me, when if I am tempted and I recognize it, I, and if it's something that I know, like let's say it's at work, I have to go to work. I then start to create boundaries. I then start to no pulling away because I recognize. I then start to make sure that conversations are steered this way and may even be cut short. Those are ways and things that you do to uh, resist curb or methods. That's what we're looking for. Like, what are your methods when you are tempted? We don't, like, that's it. Just your methods. It's, it's very simple. And nobody has a method. I think the, I, I'll say this. I think that as far as emotions can, are concerned, I think men and women, and I, I'll say this more to men. I think many to really, really acknowledge that horniness is an emotion. Like it's a feeling. If it is shooting off neurons in your brain, it's an emotion. Like that's happiness, joy, joy, peace, anger, horniness. If you that's why people, how do you feel? I feel horny. It's a feeling. It's a feeling. It is not often presented that way, but that's what it is. It is a feeling. So that's I guess my biggest issue whenever I hear men, regardless of the conversation. That oh, women are more emotional. No, the emotions are just different. Women may tend to be more into the the mushy gushy love emotions or the joy or the happiness emotions, but men often seek either horniness because again, to the statement that most men are not going to go through something sexless. Why? Because you feel horny, you want that feeling met, or they're looking for peace. Peace is also a feeling. So it's not to me that well, women women feel emotions more than men. Like women feel 90% emotions and men only feel like 15. No, both people feel emotions. 
as far as dealing with temptation, I I would I would recommend for anybody that if you're if if you're gonna check out, check out. If you're gonna be in a relationship, be in it. And when temptation comes to you, as she said, put boundaries and live in your own set boundaries for other people and set boundaries for yourself. Out of respect for your relationship and the person that you're with. And you're right. at the end of the day. And that's whether it's good or bad, because at the end of the day, the only person you got to literally be at peace with is yourself. Um, so if you're not at peace with yourself and you out here, oh, yeah, I'm tempted, I'm gonna jump right in it, then maybe that's something that you shouldn't do. If you are completely at peace with yourself and you out here slanging and banging any and everything, or because you tempted giving into it, knowing that relationship is probably not good or bad, then baby, I'm gonna be honest with you. Okay, do you, but you put yourself one in danger emotionally, you put yourself in physically, you put yourself in a dangerous place. So you might want to go seek some help about that. Just don't be in a relationship if you wanna be out here like that either. Just be by yourself. Because at that point, you're not only damaging yourself. That's self-destruction, like intentional self-destruction. But you're also damaging the person who you're with or whatever and whatever that looks like. Because now you both have some level of toxicity to throw back at each other. Oh, well, you did this. Well, you did that. Well, you did this first. It doesn't matter. It shouldn't have been done either way. Period. That's the that's the toxic part. And that's the part that I say, I don't know. I can't. I, uh. And I say this knowing that I am not perfect. I have fallen. I have been on both sides. Of, yep, I don't give a hell. Whatever. But I'm still here. I've been and no, I'm working. I'm not going to do this. I've been on both sides. We're people. We are tempted literally every day, all day. And I'm not just talking about sex. I mean, literally, like we said, those who may be trying to lose weight, those who may be on certain medications and they know they have to take it. There's a temptation not to. Those who are addicts or whatever it is. (laughs) It's all of that. So with that being said, my last thing would be to come up with what we thought we were going to get today were some methods of how to resist or curb, get an accountability partner. Um, accountability partners may look like a lot of different things. Addicts have sponsors. That's accountability. Uh, if you're trying to lose weight, get a, a, per, a personal trainer. That's some sort of sense of accountability. Um, your accountability might be a journal. You know, it could be Find some type of method is the, my, my last thing. Find some type of method that'll help you to build up the strength to resist whatever that temptation may be for you. Gentlemen, do you have any last words on this topic? Um. Just. <laughs> <laughs> and you, sir? Just know what you want in your life. I don't. I don't need anything spot. I'm good. Okay. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to say that was good. Cheers to that. So, sissy, and they both wrong. Let's go. How your Pinot Grigio? What's your rating? This was the Pinot Grigio of 2021, Pinot Grigio by Perfectus, um, where it says the first whiff is a ripe melon and white citrus aromas, typical of Pinot Grigio, but the palate is where this wine really shines. It shows off a supple mouth feel, giving the fruit texture. I didn't, I didn't really get fruit, but okay. I guess citrus is a fruit, potentially. And added complexity, a long flavorful finish provides an excellent counterpoint to seafood shellfish and vegetarian cuisine. Um, I'll let you say how you feel. I like it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I drank two glasses of it. it um, I liked it. 
I don't know what to say about so it. Your like rating. It. The rating? Uh, <laughs> I give it a 3.5. Okay. I um the first glass was okay, but I think I was thirsty. I had a second and I was like, mm, it is citrusy and it's also as acidic. Like I need water. I need agua right now. And I don't like that feeling. I don't like the dry mouth feeling like at all. So that, did you say it's full body? It's or medium. It's like a light medium. Okay. It's like a light medium, but I think acidic to acidic acidic for me. And maybe that's because I had two glasses. Um I don't know if I would drink this with seafood, I guess, but to me that seafood would have to be in like a cheese-based pasta. Okay. I think it would do well with a, a cheese-based pasta. I I mean it was it was I give it a two five. I've had better Pinot Grigios. Okay. It's also and it's also an off dry, which I tend to like semi-sweet off dry, but it's just the acidity was too much for me. Gotcha. So on the back of ours, it literally has nothing to say about the wine. Um, so uh well, since you let uh La Boyfriend go first, let's let's let you go. What what are your thoughts? On the iter, I-T-E-R. Okay, so your rating is? Okay. Um, I don't think it's that dry. This has more of a, it does have a buttery taste to it. Uh, it's not as buttery as the... Yeah. prophecy no it's not but it does have a buttery taste to it um with the initial taste however that does disintegrate into like a, a stiffness and then um i get like a, a bite at the end i don't know if i don't i want to say it's citrusy but it's like a little zingy yes at the end and like right now in the back of my I'm gonna say this. No, <laughs> it's like a little, like pinchy, like yeah. So, um, and nope, those are not very uh, good descriptive words, but that's what I have for you. Um, I, I have had Chardonnays that I'm like, ooh, this is good. This to me is an average Chardonnay. It's not to me dry enough to be like, oh yeah, this is a good stiff Chardonnay. And y'all know I like my good stiff Chardonnays. This is more of a sweeter Chardonnay, in my opinion. It is still dry, but it is it's it's not. No, I, ain't, I don't even have no lipstick. Um yeah. So for me, this is going to be a cool three. Uh, it's very basic. Um, and I don't want to down the brand, but I'm probably not going to remember it. Like, I don't think by the end of this year, especially for all the wise and the taste, I'm going to remember tasting. I'll remember the name, but I won't remember the taste. I will probably have to go back and taste it again and go, oh, oh yeah. Um, and that's because it's not a favorite of mine. However, there's a caveat. If you have had this wine and you love it, comment below. If you have had something else from this brand and as well as this, and you've decided, oh, that tastes better, you should taste that, give us that recommendation. Down below in the comment section, don't be afraid. Talk to us. We talk to you back. We might not agree on everything, but hey, the baiticles are awesome. Um, and yes, I made up a word. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's 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 what I got. And on that note, on that note, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another wonderful episode of a little something to whine about with your hostesses, Ty Michelle. And Siobhan Camille. We would like to thank our all faithful guests, Le Boisfond and her husband, for coming on the show today on this wonderful episode of Whining with the Guys. 
Be sure to join us each and every Wednesday for more laughs, more fun, and of course, more wine. Be sure to join us live every last Saturday of the month at 3 p.m. sharp on here, right here on YouTube or on Instagram at a little something, the number two, wine about. And as always, there's nothing wrong with a little wine. Or a little wine. Toodles, y'all. See y'all next week.